In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Last week I mentioned that Advent is all about history, mystery, and majesty. And as I think about those three words and think in terms of the fact that it's also about longing and waiting for the kingdom to come, what in theological circles we call the eschaton or the end time. And we talk about this absolutely wonderful and beautiful reality of a place where there is no weeping or wailing, where all live in peace and joy, and the light of God shines throughout. It seems a little odd that as we're preparing for that, our readings for these first two weeks are anything but bucolic and peaceful and something that we all look forward to. But they talk more and more about judgment, kind of that step that seems to be between us and the kingdom. And when we hear the word judgment, it kind of gets us all shaking a little bit. Because nobody wants to be judged. It's almost like for all of us who are now having worked for so many years, we know that a part of our work oftentimes is that dreaded annual review. And even though you know you've been doing a really good job, there is still something about that fact that you have to have that meeting with your supervisor that you sit there and wonder, okay, I'll just grin and bear it and we'll get through it. And hopefully there's no surprises and it all goes well. But no one likes that point of being judged. Because somehow it tells us about our own inadequacies. Judgment seems to be about our own failings. Well, this morning I want to reframe that word a little bit for us. Because I want to move it from that sense of looking at what we've done wrong or punishment and all that it ties into. And think about it as facing our truth. This week I heard one theologian say, what judgment really is about is truth-telling. And this is what Jesus came to the world to do, is to help the world understand what the truth looks like and help us reflect in that light our own truth. And the only way we can move from this world to the next world, or this kingdom to the next kingdom, is only after we are willing to face and bring out into the light our truth. And for lack of better words, in its full glory, good, the bad, and the indifferent, and help move ourselves from there. In today's gospel, we hear from John the Baptist. And again, it's kind of odd that we get John the Baptist as a full-grown adult this week. And in two weeks' time, we'll hear the story of Mary and Elizabeth in which 
John is still in utero. So we're going to go back in time over the next two weeks. But he plays a very significant role in the story of Advent is that he comes into the world to prepare the world for the coming of the truth. And he calls the people to task. And so as the Pharisees and the Sadducees come before John the Baptist, it's pretty clear he doesn't mince words. Here come the leaders of the Jewish establishment who work in collusion with the empire, which allows for the injustices born upon their people. And he looks at them and says, you've come to repent. But I tell you, you live sort of in a cloud over here that makes you believe that you are righteous and right, but the truth be told, when you bring it into the light and live into your truth, you will see differently. But he also says to them, I baptize with the water of repentance. And what I hear him saying to them is the, the baptism you get from repentance is really just a merely washing off of the surface. But with Jesus and the Holy Spirit is a baptism of the Spirit and fire. That latter part, fire, is not exactly a comforting image. But again, let's reframe what fire is about in this circumstance. Fire is about purification. Think about when you take a piece of carbon and you heat it to a thousand degrees, that dark chunk of rock becomes an amazing and beautiful and clear diamond the refining fire that Jesus offers us through the grace of the cross is when we're willing and able to acknowledge our own truth, to accept the good with the bad and to want to let go of that which is darkness within us, to walk towards the truth. While John offers the opportunity to wash the dust off through Christ and baptism in the Holy Spirit, we have the opportunity to be refined and made pure. In our reading from Isaiah this morning, we hear the prophet tell of the peaceable kingdom. It is often read as part of our Christmas readings. And it speaks of a world where the strong and the weak can lie together without worry. It speaks of a world where a child will lead us to the mountain of God. Why a child? Because only out of our purity, our innocence, are we able to understand the kingdom that can be over the kingdom that is. And so Christ, through the refining fire, restores our own innocence so that we can, too, find our way to the kingdom of God. 
And so as we wait and hear the words that we'll hear over and over again, the kingdom is near. The kingdom that Isaiah speaks of is near. It's not out there. The first steps towards the kingdom begin in here. But when we fade through our truth, let the chaff fall and raise up the wheat, we begin to find the kingdom that resides within each of us. And together, the kingdom of God becomes realized. And that is what we long for and wait for this Advent. Amen.